Welcome to 15 Minute Freelancer, your snack-sized guide to being your own boss and building a business and life you love. I'm your host, Louise Shanahan. My LinkedIn bio says I'm a freelance health copywriter, but for the next 15 minutes, I'll be tickling your ears with practical strategies, behind-the-scenes stories and nuggets of wisdom so you can create a freelance business that works for you. Whether you're just starting out or you've been self-employed for a while, I'll be right here with you to help you navigate the ups and downs of freelancing life. So grab a coffee, relax, and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Hello, and here we are again for another episode of 15 Minute Freelancer. Thank you very much for joining me. For the first time in what feels like a gazillion years, I don't actually have any deadlines for the next few days, which is very exciting. So I've been taking things a little bit easier and catching up on some reading. And I've just started listening to Dave Grohl's audiobook, The Storyteller, and honestly, I could listen to him talk all day. It's not a book about business or freelancing, obviously, but I always get so much inspiration from reading or listening to people who have led unconventional lives. I actually do buy loads of business books and a lot of them end up piled up on my bookshelf where they sit silently judging me for not actually reading them. I think there's a name for this actually. It's some, is it bibliomania or something where you're addicted to the rush of buying a new book and absorbing the knowledge and ideas within and then you never actually get around to reading it. I definitely have that. <laughs> so for today's episode, I thought I would share some of the books that I did read or I am reading uh, that I've had a significant impact on my freelancing career in some way. So I've got seven or eight to get through, so without further ado, let's jump in. Just before I do, I just want to say that I would love to hear about the books that have had an impact on your business or got your creative juices flowing, so please do drop me a voice note at memo.fm forward slash 15 or tweet at me with your recommendations. Okay, so the first book that I read that really changed the way that I think about work was The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Now, before you roll your eyes and skip forward to the latest episode of your favourite anti-hustle podcast, (laughs) hear me out. I know this book was everywhere for a time and the idea of working four hours a week has kind of become a meme for hustle culture, hasn't it? But that wasn't really my take. I think a lot of people who scoff at the book haven't read it and they're kind of going on that clickbaity title. It's not really about working just four hours a week, although that would be nice. Who doesn't want to do that? (laughs) The main premise is about finding ways to be more intentional with your time and cut the stuff that you do that wastes time. So in theory, you could become 10 times more productive. You know, this was around the era where everyone loved saying 10x to everything. So the idea there is that if you currently work 40 hours a week and you 10x your productivity, you would be working four hours a week. And you could, of course, continue working 40 hours a week and just be 10 times more productive. Uh, So it's kind of clickbaity and... I don't know, the advice and the analogies are maybe a little bit dated now, but this book was definitely my first exposure to a different way of thinking about what a career could be like. The idea that you didn't just have to get a job and show up every day and follow the rules and get a promotion and plod up the career ladder until you retire. It hadn't really occurred to me before I read this book. I didn't know anyone who was self-employed and this book really made me stop and think about how it might be possible to design a career or a life that I actually wanted. And the exercises about fear setting, planning for uncertainty, 80-20 rules, you know Tim Ferriss loves all of this on his podcast as well, all of that kind of thing were pretty new to me at the time. So it really was my first foray into the world of personal development. 
I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it, but I definitely wanted to mention it as being a big influence in the early days of my freelancing journey. Two of Tim Ferriss's later books might be better to check out now, Tribe of Mentors and Tools of Titans, I think is the other one, which are collections of short snippets of his interviews with all sorts of experts and leaders and generally impressive people from all walks of life who share their journeys and tidbits of advice. You can dip in and out when you need a bit of inspiration and motivation. As I said, I'm quite nosy about how people like that think about life and business, so it's right up my street. If you like the idea of creating your own virtual board of directors, I think that's what these books purport to do. The next book, or two books really, that made an impact on how I think about my freelance career were The War of Art and Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield. No doubt you'll have heard of these, but if you haven't read them, I urge you to drop whatever you're doing and get a hold of them. The main message is, in The War of Art anyway, is about overcoming what Stephen Pressfield calls resistance, with a capital R which is this invisible, internal, self-sabotaging force that stops us from closing the gap between the creator we want to be and the creator that actually shows up. Resistance is any of those things that stop you from sitting down at your laptop and finishing that piece of work, that blog post, that video, podcast, whatever. And then in Turning Pro, that's the follow-up, which is a, a slightly sharp pep talk, let's say, about how to shift your mindset from amateur to professional. So it's not business tips, but it's more about shifting your attitude to harness your creativity as a professional and get shit done, really. The next book that I wanted to mention is Feck Perfection, <laughs> Dangerous Ideas on the Business of Life <laughs> by James Victor. I devoured this book the first time I read it and I've gifted it to numerous people since then. It's absolutely packed with ideas for navigating the twists and turns of a creative career, banishing your mindset monkeys to unleash your creative power and generally living fearlessly as a creative human. I would literally highlight something on every single page if it wasn't so beautifully designed. I couldn't choose just one quote to share but I did want to share something so I've just opened the book at random. And here is a quote that jumped out at me from that page. Don't waste your efforts trying to please other people. Make work that is meaningful to yourself first. Create work or a business that reflects your genuine passion. Your enthusiasm at the cellular level creates excitement and energy that radiates outward. You become a beacon, attracting your people, your tribe, your audience, even clients. I work to make myself happy. This makes my clients happy. More importantly, it makes their audience happy. Good advice, huh? I think that really applies to all of us when we're running freelance businesses. The next two books that I want to mention in a similar vein to this one are Austin Cleon's books, Show Your Work and Steal Like an Artist. These are lovely little books. Again, they're beautifully designed in a kind of sketchbook style that you'll really enjoy flicking through. And they both gave me loads of inspiration for ways to tap into your creative side when it comes to marketing yourself. One way to build trust and credibility when you're a freelancer is to explain your processes and let prospective clients peek behind the scenes in your business. So you may remember I've mentioned this on earlier podcasts and show your work is all about how to do that. Specifically, he suggests 10 ways to share what you're working on so you can get discovered by the right people. And it's actually aimed at creatives and artists, but I think the same rules apply to online business and freelancing. And I got so much out of this book. The big takeaways from Show Your Work for me were, firstly, to think about process, not product. This is a good one for any freelancers who worry that they don't have case studies or samples or impressive stats to share about previous results. 
you can gain trust by sharing your process and explaining how you work. The next takeaway was to share something small every day. Now, I don't think this is about worrying about writing epic blog posts or publishing NPR-style highly edited podcasts. Just make a point of consistently sharing a small idea or a tip or a question to build a relationship with an audience of potential clients and people who might refer you. The next takeaway is to teach what you know. So you don't need to be an expert in everything. A lot of the most successful content is answering really basic questions for people. So if you've got a handy process for using Notion to organise your work or using Loom to record screenshots or something like that that will help your target audience, why not put together a short how-to or tutorial or even just a couple of tweets? These are kind of how I'm interpreting the messages in the book to freelancing. As I say, it's not specifically about freelancing. And the final takeaway that really jumped out at me was this message to just stick around. You don't need to be aggressively marketing yourself all the time, but if you keep showing up and you make connections, you'll build better relationships and ultimately attract more of the right clients, which is what we all hope to do. The next book I want to mention is Survival Skills for Freelancers by Sarah Townsend. Sarah was a guest on this podcast a few episodes back, so I urge you to go back and listen to that. And she packed so much great advice into our conversation about setting boundaries so you can control your time, avoid burnout and deliver your best work, how to practice a growth mindset and remember progress over perfection, the idea of building a boost bank to help you celebrate the wins and beat imposter syndrome, and how to get in the right frame of mind to promote your services. And her book is the perfect practical how-to guide for freelancers, whether you're just getting started or you've been around the self-employed block a few times. So uh, I really wish that something like this had been around when I first started uh, freelancing. Next up is a book called Grit by Angela Duckworth. This is a super interesting discussion of the science behind the idea that success is based on passion and resilience, not talent. Hooray! (laughs) We just need to put in the hours of practice. (laughs) So it's not that straightforward. Uh, So it's a nice reminder to make time for deliberate practice if you want to get good at something, whether that's something to do with running your business, marketing your business, or the actual mastery of the skill that you are selling. Uh, It's a reminder to celebrate the small wins because improvement happens incrementally and you need to keep your motivation up. And also to set realistic but tangible goals if you want to improve at anything. I don't know if I describe myself as gritty per se, but I find this book really thought provoking. Another book that I read quite recently is You Are the Brand by Mike Kim. And I discovered Mike Kim through Mickey Sang's Quiet Rebels podcast. And there was one particular quote that he shared that jumped out at me. Uh, He said something like, Jeff Bezos said, branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And that's probably a, a quote that you've heard many times. Mike Kim says, branding is what they know about you before you get in the room. And I really think that's a a useful way of reframing that. The idea here is that if you are a a company of one or a freelancer, you are the brand. And whether you like the idea of personal branding or not, the fact is that if you want people to contact you and hire you, they need to already know something about you. And what they know about you is your brand. So this book is uh, about thinking about how you use your expertise, your personality, your ideas as the foundations of a personal brand that you can build your business around. He has eight steps for that process, including how to figure out your message, how to create an authentic marketing strategy, how to figure out pricing and so on. It's a really quick and helpful read if you're looking for a primer for personal branding. 
And finally, I want to finish off with a shout out to Helen Hill, who has just this week published her book, Falling Off the Ladder, which is part memoir, part manual, no holds barred account of her challenges in corporate life and what led her to make the leap to self-employment. And I had the honour of being an early reader for this book and I was really impressed with how honest Helen has been about her experiences and feeling a bit like a square peg in a round hole in following a traditional career. And I think lots of people will relate to that. So it's full of tips for how to make that transition yourself if you're kind of teetering on the edge of leaving corporate life and trying out freelancing. But even if you're already a freelancer, I think you'll get a lot out of it. There are loads of prompts and questions in each chapter to help you get your mindset ready for life as a freelancer. Okay, that's all for today. I would love to hear your recommendations too. What are the books that you've read that have made an impact on your business? Let me know at memo.fm forward slash 15 if you want to leave a voice message or go the old-fashioned way and send me a tweet thank you bye you've been listening to 15 minute freelancer with me louise shanahan freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com if you enjoyed this please hit subscribe leave a review or share it with a freelance friend and if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast find me and say hi on twitter linkedin or instagram Thanks, and until next time, happy freelancing!